Before carrying on with this interview, I'd like to ask you a question. You, you raised something very fascinating, saying you, you went from an agnostic to a theist mm -hmm. since you've gotten here. Can you tell me a bit more about this? Because that's something I'm very curious about. Yeah, well, it's a tale as old as time. Mm -hmm. um, so I was reflecting on the argument from psychophysical harmony. <laughs> would you would you um would you please explain to the viewers who may not know what um, the argument yeah. from psychophysical harmony is? So yeah, if, if you wanna if you wanna go into it more, there are a bunch of interviews on it uh, with Dustin Crummett and with Brian Cutter. They co-authored a paper recently. It's currently unpublished, but it's in its preprint version, which you can read online. Um, and so the idea is essentially. There is a very fortunate matchup between our mental states and physical states. <laughs> so um, the psychophysical laws, the laws that govern the relationship between consciousness and the physical world, result in psychophysical harmony. Mm -hmm. So when we see things, those things are actually there. When we're stabbed, we feel uh, pain instead mm -hmm. of pleasure. Mm -hmm. um, now, conceivably, the laws could have been completely different and disharmonious, such that. Mm -hmm. All I ever saw was static and all I ever mm -hmm. felt was the feeling of tepid bathwater mm -hmm. and all I ever heard was Nirvana playing in my mm -hmm. ears over and over again. Um, and it seems like some of these ways the psychophysical laws could have been are actually intrinsically more probable than the ones mm -hmm. we observe now, like because there are ones that are way simpler. Mm -hmm. You could have just seen the color black mm -hmm. and heard a single, single noise and felt a single feeling. Mm -hmm. um, and the psychophysical laws conceivably could have been that way. And so it's incredibly surprising that they're not mm -hmm. and that they're they appear to be so finely tuned um, for harmony. Now, like on a hypothesis and naturalism, on atheism, this is very surprising mm -hmm. because presumably on naturalism, the universe is indifferent mm -hmm. to, uh, to like producing particular goods. Mm -hmm. yep. Whereas on theism, it's not ridiculously mm -hmm. surprising yes. mm -hmm. because presumably God, if he is going to create creatures, would want mm -hmm. creatures who can interact with the world properly mm -hmm. and whose mental states match up with physical states mm -hmm. in rationally appropriate ways. Yes. So would you say that this is kind of a development of the fine-tuning argument? It perhaps? is, but, but for the mind. And mm -hmm. it, it also doesn't fall into any of the same pitfalls mm -hmm. as the fine-tuning argument. So that there are some weaknesses of the fine-tuning argument that this argument just doesn't share. Mm -hmm. So one, for example, is you can undercut uh, the inference from fine-tuning to theism mm -hmm. with the simulation hypothesis. Mm -hmm. It predicts the data presumably just as well. Mm -hmm. But um, with this argument, it's about much more fundamental metaphysical mm -hmm. laws, the psychophysical laws. Mm -hmm. And so uh, if we're positing that a, a species of intelligent humans or aliens mm -hmm. fine-tune the universe with a simulation, then we'd want to explain mm -hmm. their psychophysical yes. harmony. Mm -hmm. So before we carry on on talking about your tran tra transition from agnosticism to theism, perhaps, I'd just like to give a quick shout out to Luke Barnes, who came on my channel um, a few days ago. I haven't actually published that video yet, but you can hear the full recording of that on my um, podcast, Dostoevsky, and also I have uploaded it there. However, if you do want the full video, then wait a few days and I'll upload it when I actually get time to actually edit the video. But but um, carrying on um, with your journey from um, agnosticism to theism, do you think it was your course in being at Oxford which helped it? Or would you say it was kind of just, it's so, it just so happened that that occurred when you were at Oxford? No, I think it just so happened that mm. it occurred when yes. I was at Oxford. I don't think there was any, any relation, you know. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was the size of all the churches that Indeed. made me change my feelings mm. towards the argument. But I think I'd just been thinking about it for a few months and there were lots of different issues to sort out mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I've just realized at some point at 12.05 on a Tuesday night that I was I was mm -hmm. more convinced than not. When you say you're a theist 
would you say you're a Christian theist mm. or are you just kind of a theist synthesizer? Yeah, just a very, like, very tentatively a mm -hmm. theist. I think what this argument does is, for me, it puts naturalism to the side, standard forms of naturalism. Mm -hmm. It's still compatible with sort of non-theistic hypotheses, mm -hmm. which also predict uh, psychophysical mm -hmm. harmony. So um, one might be Thomas Nagel's view that the universe ha is built with teleological laws mm -hmm. and that those um, develop towards like valuable end states. Mm -hmm. um, and so like that's a version of naturalism in some way, mm -hmm. but it doesn't appeal to God. Yeah. So there, there are other kind of theism adjacent hypotheses mm -hmm. that predict the data as well. Um, I guess I just think that theism wins out because it's way more intrinsically probable mm -hmm. than some of these other views. So I, I'm just like a very tentative, minimal theist. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't have a theology yet. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think that learning theology has kind of helped you develop that theology, understanding what this theistic God is? Or would you sometimes feel that it's almost become a, you almost become a bit detached from that God but via learning theology? I want to say neither. No. So mm -hmm. I, I don't think I've learned anything about God. Like learned is a, mm -hmm. is a factive mm -hmm. word. Like it assumes that the thing you learn is, is true, I guess. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so like conditional on Christianity mm -hmm. being true. I guess I've learned things mm -hmm. about God, but I'd need to believe that Christianity is yes. true mm -hmm. first. Right. And I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. I need to look through the resurrection yeah. evidence. And before that, I need to establish that the prior probability of miracles is sufficiently high mm -hmm. as to like outweigh Hume's mm -hmm. criticism. Yes, indeed.